0: back um good to talk to you again so i understand from you that there's some news yesterday
1: yeah well i'm happy you know three episodes in and there's been enough time where the snyder Cut's been announced which yeah okay i want to be really honest we've been talking about this for for years before this we have like i I know i know like deep down I, i i wanted it to be real but do you actually think it was going to happen?
0: Um, I think if it was going to happen, it would have happened, you know, maybe ten, fifteen years from now, when you know it's some executive, like you know, brushed the, the dust off, yeah, and, and said, "Hey, this is actually let's get this out." There's like a lot of interest, right? I mean, we. So I, I think it would have eventually come out. Um There was most recently a lot more push. Um, even from the actors that were in it to release the Snyder Cut. Um, and I'm glad um, that it's happening. Um, what do you think Preemptor prompted them to release it? And we should let everybody know what we're talking about. So um, the news yesterday was that the Snyder Cut for Justice League is finally being released and it's going to be released through HBO Max. And uh, probably all the other, you know, um, contractor relationships HBO Max may have globally. But here, I think in North America, uh, it's going to be through HBO Max. And um, it's going to be the Snyder Cut. Yeah. And for those who were not aware, what's the Snyder Cut, Chris?
1: All right. So the Snyder Cut is this near mythical idea that there is a better version of the movie Judges League out there. Right. Um, Justice League came out, well known that the, the production was tumultuous because Z- the director at the time, Zack Snyder, his daughter had passed away
0: mm-hmm.
1: and he had right. to <laughs> take some time off. And after that moment, there's a lot of conflicting stories, but the general idea is, is you know, Warner Brothers and, and was unhappy with the film. And decided to bring in someone else like Jaws Whedon to 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 punch it up, right? Do some research, uh, reshoots, and and punch it up a bit. And from what I understand, the reshoots encompass almost like you know eighty percent of the film.
0: Oh wow! I didn't realize it was that significant.
1: It's Um. it's it's so. uh, A picture was released on Vero like a while back. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. showing the full run time of the Snyder Cut.
0: Okay. Right.
1: It comes in at like three and a half hours. Okay. Right? Yeah. Like it's a three and a half hour cut of, of Justice League. Justice League that we got in theaters is like two hours long.
0: Yeah. And I think they do disservice when they do that. Um, I, fans will sit through it. We'll enjoy it. I don't think they should reduce it because I think that at that point, exactly what we're looking at. Uh, having a large, a longer film means more time in the theaters means less showings.
1: Oh, absolutely. Like I mean, that was the, that's what they did to Batman versus Superman. You know, they cut it down for yeah. the release and you realize the thing that when the ultimate edition came out with all the original footage, the way it's supposed to be watched, you realize holy yeah. crap, what they cut out from the movie it's, with Superman,
0: right? And was a really good movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right?
1: no, like I enjoyed, I enjoy Zack Snyder's work. That's the I think that's the first caveat that everyone went off with. Do you enjoy yep. Zack Snyder? I did too. Right, exactly. And after that, yeah. you have to go like, all right, well, if you enjoy his style, then then you have to keep on, you know, roll with it there. And then, you know, of course, all those movies have been met with some sort of criticism involving, like, either it's too much destruction, and a Man of Steel, which I say, have you ever seen anything Superman related?
0: <laughs> yeah, and I would add to that, have you seen any of the Superman animated movies? Have you seen cool. Justice League, the animation? Yeah. I mean, there's destruction. Why? He's a Man of Steel, he can fly through buildings
1: yeah it's hello. yeah it's it's you know it's two gods fighting, and we just happen to be in the middle of it. lucky one God right. didn't want to kill us like that's the 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 basic of it but right but so that was the Man of steel criticism Batman vs Superman was. I think it all kind of stems on Batman murdering people and Martha to which I say Batman murders people all the time or he puts them you know into wheelchairs, you know,
0: yeah,
1: or you know yeah, Batman's
0: a yeah Batman's pretty dark.
1: Yeah, it's like this is what Batman does. He'll he'll brand you. He, you know, he'll go through a dark period and lose his mind for a bit. You know, right? But the entire point of Batman v Superman, and I, I always make this argument, is that it's not Batman versus Superman. It's Batman yeah. and Superman. It's it's a it's supposed to be one on yeah. a moral and intellectual argument, and not a fist fight. <laughs> yeah, it's not. You know, it's it's it. Whatever. Then. Because of the the poor reception of those two films, were they warranted? Which,
0: well, I, no, I blame the studios for it. I mean, they didn't put out the product that the fans wanted. Yeah. Okay. Uh, or the directors, the director envisioned. Um, and then they're like crybabies and said, "Oh, we don't, we don't like the reception, so we're not going to continue with this." And I think that. Is BS. If you build it, the fans will come.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you just need to keep on pushing. Like, you know, post Justice League, you know, things like Shazam, things like Aquaman, yeah, doing great. You know, Watchmen the TV came out and it's been killing it. You know,
0: yeah,
1: it's the fans are there, the, the interest is there, but what you need is follow through and right. And you don't hear about, like, you know, course correcting. Like, the only place you hear about course correcting at Disney is when it comes to Star Wars.
0: Yeah.
1: All right. But so, yeah, that's the basic background. There is this, you know, there's this, you know, near mythical fictional cut of the Justice League movie that was, you know, messed around, chopped up, reduced, changed, you know, by the time it reached its theatrical, you know, run. And so there's you know, the where's this original movie that was originally shot that was in you know, indicative in trailers. You know, there was characters doing completely different things, characters in different scenes. Um there was especially supposed to be uh two dark side appearances in the film. Darkseid is a well known D C uh, overarching villain. Right. Like there's like Green Lanterns were supposed to be in the movie, like a lot more. There was there's so much that just disappears. Right? Martian Manhunter was supposed to be in the movie. Right? Like, they were... Right. The, the legit Justice League was going to be in the first Justice League film without realizing right.
0: They're The founders of the yeah. original members of Justice League.
1: Exactly. Original members and then Martian Manhunter because, you know, a lot of Justice League fans are fans of the 90s and early 2000s cartoon.
0: He was one of my favorite characters um, in um, Justice League the animation.
1: Yeah, series. And, and if uh,
0: and um, if nobody has checked it out, they should. Um, yeah. It is not, you know. Everybody thinks animation is for kids. It's not. There's really sophisticated animation
1: here. I just I say don't let if something is designed for kids, right? And you like it, then it's not. It's not really designed for kids. It's it's designed for anyone to enjoy. Uh, right, uh, just you know, have fun. Don't don't let anything like a stereotype or or anything just stop you from from enjoying something. And this is fun to enjoy. But yeah. uh, with all that considered, what this really got me onto was why is like so why now like after all these years just came out what like twenty seventeen twenty sixteen. Yes. Yeah, and so I after, can't believe
0: like, it's I, been like three four years.
1: I know so it came out and but now like why now why is this happening now like why are we getting such a great gift it says it's coming out 2021 you know it's like why and a lot of like the sources and a lot of you know the articles uh, about this coming out to it really come down to that in the timeline afterwards where the release of the cider cup movement became big um one of others like, hey, we can capitalize on this, you know. Uh, you know, HBO Max needs content, right? Yeah. And you know, the Snyder Cut. The the main idea about the Snyder Cut is that it's like ninety percent, you know, like filmed, right? It needs like ten percent, some some pickup shots, and then the rest of the and then just money to to put on effects, you know. Right. Right. Like, and
0: HBO has that money that they can do it.
1: Yeah, so the money is not the problem, especially because yeah. the reason why they can do it now on the cheap is that all the effects houses in Hollywood are doing nothing. So you right. can spread this out over a large period of time among many different studios. Don't have to worry about the crunch or the overtime. It'll come out when it comes out. You can do this fairly easily on the cheap.
0: Right. And in a timely manner.
1: Exactly. Exactly with it definitely within the year this will go through normal post production and it doesn't have to worry about a theater release uh, and all that and what really got to me was
0: i actually really didn't think about the fact that you know the the special effects houses are in lockdown too yeah you you just don't like go there right
1: yeah this like so like these these all these post-production you know, entities, right? These different little yeah. post protection little points, they're in lockdown. They're like they're like, hey, we're working on whatever we were working on, but there's no new stuff being made. Right? Yeah. And for the most part, this thing is all there for them to start, you know, just working on. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a movie that's already realistically been made. Right. It has all of Zack Snyder's shots, his original ideas, um, you know, like how do you implement it? And, of course, part of the thing is is that now they're able to, you know, sp- spread around, make it on, the, on a cheaper scale than it once originally would have. And then release it. Uh, and it doesn't necessarily need to be released as a movie. Uh, Zack Snyder was talking we could release it almost like as a miniseries. A miniseries with a major budget.
0: <laughs> I think that would be awesome. Um, either way, I would... I would like to see it. I, I mean, I I normally don't do this, but I actually signed up for the Snyder Cut um, campaign to get it released because <laughs> yeah. I was like so disappointed in yeah. what they ended up doing.
1: Yeah, I mean, what they ended up doing, it's like there's even
0: the trailer. It trailers... was a disservice. Yeah, yeah, it
1: was a disservice to the. There's a whole bunch of stuff that's in the trailers that never showed up. And then the infamous Henry Cavill, you know, upper lip. Yeah. Whole, like, mouth.
0: Yeah, but I think that was the studios having a pissing match. You know, and I I just don't get it.
1: I don't get it. I watched Mission Impossible Fallout. There's nothing important about that mustache.
0: (laughs) Forget about that. You could put a a fake one on. (laughs) You can't exactly. We've learned it's more difficult to take it off
1: digitally, than it is to put it on. Yeah. It's just one of those things that we have a hard time doing. The lips. Yeah. 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 But, uh, yeah, because, like, all of those things. And and then I wonder about the rest of Hollywood, right? Like, Hollywood generally is that industry that bounces back pretty easily, right? Like, they don't, they're kind of recession-proof, they're kind of, like, fail-proof.
0: You know, I don't know. I know. think it's going to be, okay, so I think the studios will, but I mean, the entertainment industry isn't just the production houses, right? It's the theaters and um, that, exactly. right? And I think that's where we're going to see more of an impact. Uh, yeah. I think because, you know what, the theaters are still going to have to exercise social distancing. They can't just like eliminate it, right? Yeah. Um, Or they're going to put their clients customers at risk so you're going to have that social distancing that means less seats that can be filled up when there's a major release and I I think you can probably talk to it because I know that there's a uh, Nolan film coming out so we'll circle back to that but they're going to lose a lot of revenue, most people, because they're going to be wearing masks. They're not going to go into the concession stands. Concession stands are where they make a lot of their money, right? Because um, look at well, the overinflated yeah. prices for popcorn. Yeah. Popcorn should not yeah. cost us like twenty bucks.
1: Exactly, it's twenty bucks for a popcorn and a drink, yeah. and it's and, and you could have got two tickets for that uh, at certain right. places. But yeah, no, it's um, like here's the thing about the movie theater, right? Yeah. You're paying for like three people, three people, you're paying like, you know, 50 bucks easy.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? Just for concessions and tickets. And this coronavirus has left a lot of people backing off. No one's really, no one goes to movie theaters. Movie theaters eventually then got shut down. Uh, and then, you know, when they eventually open, some people will return, some people won't. But in the meantime, you have all this content that was supposed to come out.
0: Yeah,
1: and then they release it through different means, right? Right. Put it onto a streaming service, make it available for rent or purchase, right? Okay. So, and what we've seen is that, like, a whole bunch of movies are doing really well with this new distribution model.
0: Yeah,
1: you know, Trolls, which should have been like a middling, you know, Trolls World Tour, it's supposed to be a middling mm-hmm. sequel you know, just you know, nice and nice and just sugary for everyone to have it. Right? Nothing's supposed to be special about it. It does better in digital release in three weeks than the original movie in five months.
0: Right. Well, that's because you know, there's a lot more options when the original, the first one was released and you were going into the movie theater, right? So they've. Exactly. I think uh, I think the movie theaters have something like uh, a a six week lead time that they're that those movies have to be in the theaters before they can be released digitally or through other media outlets. Exactly. So with that gone, the movie theaters are the ones who are going to, to feel the impact. I mean, their negotiating power has like literally gone down into, like it's buried right now. They've got no negotiating power.
1: Yeah, it used to be that you know, you you need the theatrical release because it's going to really, you know, reach a lot of people. It, you know, allows prevention of piracy, prevention of, you know, of just, of lost revenue. Right. You know, people, you know, it's a nice and easy, very simple, you know, old-time solution, right? Nice and analog that works. And what can I say? I love the movie theater experience. Yeah, you
0: know? I did too. I did too, but I'll be honest with you. I have not been going to them as much as I used to. And a lot of that is because, you know, life is just so busy. And exactly. I don't know if I could and you're so structured, right? Like you have yeah. to go within certain time frames. It's not at your convenience.
1: Yeah. I so mean... you have
0: to sort of work around it. I, I mean I think going to movie theaters probably end up being like one of those luxuries that you like, you know, let's do something different. But I like the idea of it being available um, for I, instant I, that, viewing.
1: Yeah, I mean, I do too. I think that there's a very, very compelling argument that says that. Listen, hey, you can watch it in a movie theater, right? And movie theaters should become, in my opinion, more, more luxury, right? Less, you know, let's jam as many people in there, and more. Hey, listen, we're gonna start. We're gonna start making it very. There's this one theater chain, as an example, uh, in the states. It's called, uh, um, what is it called? The Draft House, the Alamo Draft House. That's what it's okay. called. Sounds like a bar, but it is, It's it's a movie theater.
0: Okay, I haven't heard of it. Sorry. <laughs> so,
1: yeah, no, but so it's it's really a big thing down uh, down Texas way. There's a couple things in New York. California has them. The main thing about this movie theater is that it's got tables, right, and you can order food. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like you can order legit food. It's not like some crazy overpriced nachos and some popcorns. Okay, you want a pizza, you want a burger. There's like legit tables uh, in front of you, right? Like, it's nice and spaced out. Every, you know, between every other, between every row, there's like a table section.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. Um nice and easy and this is just a normal view experience in, in you know in Texas during the, using the draft house um, other theaters which just have normal you know just as a normal layout I think those things are going to go away I think that the idea of all right, you know nice you know reclining seats you know large tables things that you can enjoy I think that will become the norm um AMC and uh, what is it? AMC and Regal Cinemas have recently just gone to war with Universal because of the Trolls movie, mm-hmm. and now like Universal is threatening to pull out. Oh, sorry, they're threatening not to show uh, what the Fast and the Furious next year.
0: Oh, okay. So there, there's a trickle down effect.
1: Yeah, there is. There's, there's, there's definitely like we're not going to show Fast and the Furious because. I would, like there is a place in you know for mov- for films and movie theaters right that initial like hey we want to do that big gangbusters opening weekend you know we don't want this to be leaked we want you know all of it to 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 be there right in a way that people can you know just, we can make a ton of money very quickly i yeah. see that movie theaters you know definitely you know having movies maybe a month before they come out you know, for a rental service, you know, 20 bucks for a rental, right? Mm-hmm. From after, after, a month after movie releases, yeah. right? A month after that, it's like 20 bucks purchase, yeah. right? Digital purchase. Month after that, physical purchase, you know. So a total of three months right before a film comes out, which is relatively about what it is now,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? But it's just movie theaters in it for about, you know, six weeks to two months, and then yeah, eventually it will come out. That's the sort of way it is done now. I think, I think, you know, coronavirus shows that there is definitely a market for people. And people have been saying it for a while. You know, it's like there's a reason why Netflix was is doing so well. Yeah. There's a reason why streaming has become extremely popular. It's because people don't want to go out when they can enjoy it at home. And you do enough work to your home, right? You can get yourself a very, very nice little setup right? Something, yeah. you know, that's really easy to watch and, you know, just, just comfortable in general inside your own home where the popcorn is is minutes away and it doesn't cost 20 bucks. <laughs> yeah. Hey, but that's, that's, that's the way it could go. Uh, it could also just go back to normal, uh, you know, uh, I, like, sort of like uh,
0: I don't think so. <laughs> this is our new normal <laughs> for at least the next year year and a half two years uh, until they've actually right. th- uh, one or two things happen okay one is either there's a vaccine long shot um or two they come up with you know a combination of drug treatment cocktail which will reduce the number of days that you're out if you catch it Okay, so I I think, and I think that is more likely to happen than the vaccine, anytime soon. You know, like I was saying the other day, it's like the, you know, the Spanish flu, we've got, we've got flu season now, right? We've got the flu shots that come out each year, the the uh, influenza, it, you know, mutates, so we get the flu shots with what they anticipate to be the new mutations and you take you know they've got uh medication that you take if you get it and you have to take it for the full duration to you know even if you're feeling better but that's what we do with the flu right and that flu is from a hundred years ago
1: yeah true true so yeah taking that into consider yeah things will be different and then we just have to figure out what this means Christopher Nolan circling back to that. Christopher Nolan is rolling the dice that things won't be different enough and he can still release in July, right? I think he's banking on that he's the only movie releasing.
0: <laughs> yep, I agree
1: with you. I think. Um, and so he's like, I don't need everyone to come there day one, but they'll come there day 17.
0: Yeah, because it's the only release and everybody's, let's face it, everybody's tired of being stuck at home. They work at home, they socialize at home, they socialize through you know, WhatsApp, FaceTime or any other Zoom video <laughs> conferencing type everybody's just tired of it.
1: Right? That's true. I mean, yeah, that's, no, people that's
0: why you got those you know idiots saying my freedoms are being infringed, <laughs> jackasses.
1: I know, but like you can get like where they're coming from. It's just like this is so unique and just so stressful on a lot of people right and you know some of it's misinformation some people don't realize just how bad it could get right like people talk about right now they're talking a lot about phases of reopening right yeah right phase one we're gonna open up these things phase two we're gonna allow these people and i always make the joke phase three we have a massive relapse and then we shut it down again for another, you know, a few months. Uh,
0: we can't afford to shut it down again. I'm sorry. I think
1: exactly. it's, I'm, I'm that's going to continue. It's, it's, I,
0: it, you you here's know, the definitely. thing is everybody has to be smart about it. They they have to be intelligent. Um, I question the intelligence of a lot of people, but you have to be intelligent about it. Not only are you, you have to think about your safety, but you're not a island okay there's other people around you that are going to get impacted by your actions so you can't be negligent in your absolutely. actions either
1: absolutely that's why it's uh, called
0: society and not anarchy
1: oh yeah it's it's one of those stories that it's definitely like i don't know how it is around the rest of the world like you know if there's protests popping up in like the uk uh i know like up here in canada there's like one or two protests you know that occur, but for the most part, everyone's just trying to stay in and survive at this point. Um, I'm not gonna say. The mm-hmm. film industry also was so dependent on China, and like it's it's crazy. Like just just like there was this, you know, not rumor, but there was this, a lot of talk of just how China was slowly just you know buying their way into a lot of film production. Yeah right It's sort of just you know some of it's you know just so they can you know have built-in you know stuff for their for their own homegrown aud- audiences iron man 3 was like that clear example where there's this throwaway scene that makes no sense unless you realize oh yeah they filmed more of it for the chinese market right
0: mm-hmm.
1: right you know But now you got to think about it. It's like there's there's not there's a lot of anti-Chinese sentiment, you know, definitely of, you know, Chinese political system. And on top of that, there's a lot of just. You know, there's just a lot of production that needs Chinese money, right? Yeah. They just sort of live off of it. We're going to say there's. A lot of things that are not going to get made for the next couple of years and a lot of things that are going to get made are in the pipeline. It's just crazy. Do you want, I'm actually still happy about is that Netflix is still releasing stuff. Me too. (laughs) Uh, Where's that drawer of just like the Netflix stuff that, oh yeah, we never released it. We'll just do it now. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. A couple of days from now, like Space Force is coming out.
0: Yeah, I can't wait to see that one. It actually looks good. It looks funny. Um, Steve Carell is always funny. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's another one where, but you know, it almost mirrors like real life and the craziness that we hear that comes out of this administration. You know, I mean, yeah. They talked about the space force before COVID nineteen, right? Yeah, um, absolutely. Space force. So,
1: Here's the thing, though. Space Force is not necessarily a bad idea.
0: I didn't say it was a bad right? idea. I just thought it was funny.
1: Yeah. It was hilarious. I just, yeah, I just don't think that it's going to be run properly. Like the idea of Space yeah. Force makes perfect sense. We make another branch of the military designed for yeah. space. That's totally fine. It's run by a branch of the military now. Just you know, spin it off to its own thing. Did you ever see the logo of Space Force though?
0: Um. Was it like Star War, Star Trek?
1: Yeah, it was. It literally just looks like the Starfleet uh, logo. Yeah. Oh, just like Jesus Christ, the Federation. There's
0: original. <laughs> There's the originality.
1: <laughs> yeah, but yeah, all things considered, right? Like, just you know, the content's coming slowly. We're getting a trickle, but that's like one. I like. I don't know. Some people are very like. Some people are just film heads. They just love film. Yeah. they love things about think it's going to change like the way that they interact the way that they, they get stuff and i think people might prefer it i think this model of hey listen we can get it to you on streaming for you know 20 bucks and while that initially was like 20 bucks why would i do that for they go, oh wait a minute that's like 20 bucks and i can watch it with my whole family right yeah it's like that's Pretty good. And that's like, and, you know, people I think can justify their head in their head for a rental. For a purchase, they can easily justify it. Yeah. You know? And then, of course, you always have the, the analog types, people who like their physical copies, and they'll get it eventually. Yeah. All things considered, though, like, a lot of good stuff is going to. A lot of good stuff is, is happening because we have this pause where everyone breathing like, alright, we can actually put some stuff out and we're going to get the we're going to actually get the Snyder Cut. The Snyder Cut's going to happen. We're going to get all those amazing scenes that were chopped up. Oh, uh, I'm, I'm excited. The only thing that I'm angry about is that it's 2021. i like, damn, you could have started working on it a little bit earlier.
0: No, but it time is going to win in 2021 beginning middle and exactly. right i mean with the beginning time's going to go by real fast and i think you know what yeah. down uh, with this we'll probably get uh trickle down of more information on it that'll continue to keep us interested what our appetites for for what was originally envisioned and hopefully this may result in them doing a second justice league movie because i think they're they're morons for putting shelving that too first they create the the situation where there's this criticism and then they're like oh no we didn't have you know we didn't get the interest and you know what justice league is completely different from marvel the justice league had already recognized characters, right? Everybody knows Wonder Woman, Superman, Batman. Like, everybody knows... And Flash. Like, everybody knows them. Yeah. Right? They weren't familiar with Ant-Man and the Wasp, or the only one they might have been familiar with is possibly um, Iron Man and um, maybe Thor. But I don't think the other characters were...
1: Pretty much all of the Avengers right now, yeah. like the, you or know, Hulk. the Marvel team, yeah. All of those guys were freaking Marvel B-list, though.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, Iron Man was Marvel B-list. Captain America was Marvel B-list. Hulk was Marvel B-list. Thor, like all of the all these guys are Marvel B-list characters. Like the A-list characters for Marvel, you know, are Spider Man and the X Men.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, the X Men just kill it, and everyone loves Spider Man. Right. And they don't have. Ac- well, they didn't have access to them. Now that now the mouse controls it all. Right. The mouse in his Infinity Gauntlet. Right. Has has Marvel, Fox. He's going to put uh, DC in there soon.
0: Right. That's why, <laughs> I like you imagine. know, what they're saying. I mean, the argument that. You know, they didn't build up that universe the way Marvel had built up the universe. They didn't need to. Those that universe already existed. Everybody knows Batman's origin, right? Everybody knows Superman's origin, including Wonder Woman. Like they know the origins.
1: Absolutely. So, like I think you could I think you could skip along quickly. I do think that what you have an issue like that universe has an issue of you had this one vision.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. This essentially of a dark universe. Where we were going to do all these characters, and we were going to reach a very dark point, which they sort of hinted at in the nightmare sequence of uh, Batman versus Superman. And then that nightmare was going to be resolved, right? Like you know, the good guys were going to win, but there was this idea that there was, yeah, you know, they're going to lose initially. It's it's essentially Infinity War and Endgame before Infinity War and Endgame. Yeah. Right. But the studio the studio reacts just so quickly and so poorly to a situation, you know, and then they, they, they change the the outcome in the event where it doesn't have the same, oomph. it doesn't have the same sort of, it doesn't have the same level of, of just, just fan interest. Because I remember when they announced Batman versus Superman, or Batman and Superman, it was, it went crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, people were just speculating, Wait, How the like, and that was just two characters meeting. That wasn't like Avengers level. Hey, we're gonna get all these characters together. That was just the idea that these two characters would meet,
0: yeah,
1: right? Right, because it's like it's always been that question who'd win? <laughs> uh, but we, I mean, what we got was what we got. DC's doing like sort of a pivot, Ben Affleck's out, um, uh you know, Robert Pattinson's, and there's like, it's, I have no idea how they're going to fix it. There's a lot of talk that the future Flash film is just going to be a soft reboot for the series.
0: Really? But Ezra Miller is still going to be in it, right?
1: Yeah, so what they're going to soft reboot is the stuff that, you know, didn't work and the stuff that worked. So, um, you know, Ezra Miller most likely will stay, um, Definitely Wonder Woman, definitely Aquaman. You know, those actors are going to keep their roles, right? Shazam, that sort of thing. Um, I don't know about Henry Cavill playing Superman. Oh,
0: So, they're actually yesterday, um, I read or I watched a, a video where they were talking about doing a Superman 2 with Henry Cavill. So, I don't think he's completely out. I think uh, they were just saying that it was a scheduling issue, but there is talk about Henry Cavill doing a Superman 2. They're not, obviously, they're not labeling it Man of Steel 2. They don't have a name for it yet, but um, they're thinking of it, and quite possibly the villain in that might be Brainiac.
1: That could, oh my, it's just another thing that we've been waiting for, (laughs) but... Me,
0: Are you about uh, to lose your me, mind? Me,
1: yeah, oh, yeah. Just let me throw this out there just, just to make it like how it just... Like, Henry Cavill was thought to no longer have the role, and I just want to throw it out there. I think The Witcher, how well that did, yeah. has a lot of people... Well, that Henry's hot, so we need to get that guy down. Yeah. Like, let's lock him down again. Yeah. Right? Like, The Witcher, right? No one lost their, their their minds over The Witcher, and that was before Corona.
0: Right. <laughs> Like, okay, so I'm not a fan of the Lois no, the the Lois Lane. Um uh, right. But yeah, um a portrayal. But Henry Cavill by far was a very, very, very good Superman.
1: Yeah. It's a different Superman and people, you know, everyone has their opinions on what superman should be i've never liked the idea of you know the god without a challenge yeah yeah you know i go like, yeah. it, i go like, superman the entire point that makes him interesting is not his power it's that he's a normal person who has to deal with it
0: yeah
1: right like he's a god who thinks he's a man right uh what can i say i i enjoy that sort of thing million different stories you could tell when it comes to to that, a million different retcons you can do to to, to to fix it, but I definitely see. So Henry Cavill might be if he's still in. I'm 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 down. I understand Ben Affleck doesn't want to do it anymore. That's fine. You know Robert Pattinson will give him his chance. Yeah, right? he's generally.
0: And aren't you saying that the Robert Pattinson Batman is more of a precursor?
1: So there was a lot of talk that, like, he was supposed to be like a precursor to. Um, like, it was supposed to take place, like, in the early 90s. He was a pre you know, such a young Ben Affleck and all that. Uh, it's just come out now. It takes place now in the modern okay. day, and it's its its own little story. Uh, there's going to be three of them, and I think what Flashpoint is going to do is just, like, with the Flash movie being Flashpoint, it's going to just merge that into the DC canon proper. Right. It
0: might. It, it's like a reset, right? Certain things can yeah, change can certain things. Will remain consistent, You're right?
1: Yeah, so Gotham will change, but um, but you know, like the Suicide Squad will still be in Gotham, Harley Quinn will still be a thing, right? right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I didn't even talk, Harley Quinn. Queen, I love that movie. Oh, I haven't
0: seen it, I have to watch it.
1: It's, it's up, you, like you, you definitely okay, want it. but no, Harley, Harley Quinn was now.
0: Cool are you about talking about a... Birds of Prey, or are you talking about?
1: Yeah, that okay. Yeah, also, yeah, Birds of Prey is out with Harley Quinn in it, even though it should be the reverse. Okay. got
0: it,
1: <laughs> but yeah, it, it's out, it's a great movie. I like it a lot. It definitely, you know, takes the aesthetic choices of, say, like Suicide yeah. Squad, but pairs it with a, a great through line story from Baby to End. Okay,
0: well, I um, will check that out. Um, I think that. Is a good segue to close out for the day, unless you want to add anything more. Um, and no,
1: no, I, I think we're... And
0: we'll be back uh when we have another hot topic that we want to talk about. Uh, it might be in a week's time, it might be less than that. So, keep posted and keep, um, keep your eye out, um, ears open for um, our podcasts and when they get released.
1: Yep. All All right. right. I guess that ends the iCast this time. Uh, See you guys later.
0: All right. I'm signing.